raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 16th. It is six minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're both on YouTube right now. Type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. Uh, did you know I ran for president? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. apparently anybody can do that. <laughs> Green Jean Pierre did. You don't even have to tell people. You just do it. Like you ran for president. Okay, so I have a I have a question because you know I know nothing about technology. I am like so embarrassed at my age of how little I know about technology, especially because I married someone whose whole life is in the techno field. Yeah. Is that even a word? The, sure. te- the techno, it techno is now. field. It is now. I had to ask her how to do something yesterday and it took her, I, I had stared at the, you were just standing, stare at your computer screen. <laughs> Getting angry. And, and you're just staring at it going, I have no idea how to do this, but I can't let on that I don't know. And then at one point she just goes, are you all right? Because I just have been silently. It's sta- just control alt delete, Bob. <laughs> I've been just silently staring at my computer screen. I said, "Yeah, it's just. I'm sure it's very simple. I'm just trying to figure this out." And she goes, "Well, what is it?" And I, I told her what it was, and she goes, "Oh yeah, just give it here." Mm-hmm. And 30 seconds later, sure. "Hey, there you go." <laughs> and I just finally told her. I just said, "Look, I am uh, totally inept at all of this. We know I'm inept at all of this. And from here on out, I'm just going to give you the thing in advance and just say, can you do this? Just do the thing. And uh, it, the reason I ask all of this is being limited in my technological mastery. Is it hard to have two Twitter accounts at the same time on your cellular telephone? I don't know about Twitter, but I know you can have multiple Instagrams and multiple Facebooks. Well, like, okay, I am I am competent enough that I run the Kindle and Casey, in case you haven't uh, figured out by the highly inflammatory way in which we speak on the Kindle and Casey Facebook page. Uh, I run the Kindle and Casey Facebook page. I know how to, like, switch. Right over to that yeah is twitter the same way where you can just have two little guys there and you just click which one i assume you want? So. i only have one twitter account but yeah i would assume it's very similar so cringe on pierre clearly has two yeah clearly <laughs> unless <laughs> unless i i don't know she said she ran for president <laughs> Okay, so if you missed this, and this is the greatest thing ever, if you have ever wondered who puts out these completely ridiculous, just buffoonery-laden posts from Joe Biden's official presidential account, we now know it is cringe cringe on Pierre. Cringe on Pierre. Yes. She tweeted out yesterday, investing in America means investing in all of America. (laughs) Space bar. When I ran for president, I made a promise that I would leave no part of the country behind. <laughs> and then she she quickly deleted that post. So uh, if you were, you, it would not take, you do not have to be uh, Ben Matlock slash Perry Mason to figure out what took place here. She is, now my guess would be there may be more than one person who has access to the official presidential account. I believe there's five. Um. Okay, great. And she is one of them. Yeah. She is one of the seven dwarves that has access to the the uh, 
the account if yeah. she were if she were a seven dwarf her she would be inept that would be her name and um she she posted thinking she was posting from the biden account yep to on her own account and that was the post that she made mm-hmm. wouldn't you if you okay i have been prone from time to time to not proofread a tweet because well i'm rob kendall and my only twitter account that i own is the rob kendall twitter account however if i were had access to the presidential twitter account i think i would proofread everything i did and make sure that i was posting from my own account from the correct account yeah i i mean clearly she's writing his tweets or they're using the same intern um something's going on there but inept i mean that's it (laughs) these are the people that are in charge these are the people that are running our country they can't even do twitter yeah i mean that and you know some people might say oh well this is just ridiculous she just made a mistake but you made a mistake when you represent the president of the United States. Now, again, look at who our president is. Maybe she is a perfect reflection mm-hmm. of the president <laughs> right. of the United States. Representing but exactly. But my goodness, it cannot be that hard if you are someone who has multiple Twitter accounts. Maybe you can let us know either at Robin at Robin Kendall at Casey Daniels 317 mm-hmm. to our only Twitter accounts. <laughs> or you can call the voicemail 317-684-8444. It cannot be that hard to double check and make sure I am posting from the correct account. Yeah. I think this just this is just in a snapshot, a perfect representation of the Biden administration. Yeah, I agree. Somebody else is 100%. acting like they're in charge. Somebody else is yes. taking uh, credit for running for president, and they're doing it wrong. And then I love that she deleted it. And, as then, though, and then and then covering up the mistake. I mean, remember when Trump did Kofabi? Exactly. He just started having fun with it. Right. Instead of, her, you know, you could have almost been endearing out of it, like, Oops. oh, I guess you guys got me, you know, whatever. But to delete it, it's like, oh, I really didn't want people to see that. So now, of course, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. It's it's just a, a, a microcosm of the entire presidency. Okay, Casey, yeah. uh, let's switch gears here. I've, I have a question for you. Okay. Did you know when you are the president of the United States, you can basically do whatever you want? Sounds like it. Did you know when you are the president of the United States, you can basically go wherever you want? <laughs> you don't have to ask permission. Well, apparently... When you're with Joe Biden, you go to the beach nonstop. Yeah, I, go it, on vacation. Apparently, Joe Biden does not know that he can basically go and do... Go wherever he wants and do whatever he wants. Because he got asked about... Hawaii, mm-hmm. which he still has not revealed any plans, as far as I'm aware of, at no least comment. when this broadcast started this morning, maybe it did in the five minutes we've been on the air. He has still not revealed any plans to make any sort of trip to Hawaii. He get he gets asked about this and he says, I'm going to get there as soon as I can. My wife, Jill, and I are going to travel to Hawaii as soon as we can. That's what I've been talking to the governor about. I don't want to get in the way. I've been to too many disaster areas, but I want to go and make sure we got everything they need. I want to be sure we don't disrupt the ongoing recovery efforts. This is, and this He's is, been to too many disaster areas, <laughs> except for the one in Ohio, yes, that's by the way, which he still has not gone to, which he also said he would go to as soon as he can. I uh, This is amazing because he, the, you are right, Casey, this is the exact same line he used during the Ohio, and we're going to use the, we're going to respond to the same way this, the same way we did that, mm-hmm. which is, 
You're ridiculous. Your job as the president of the United States is to be in places during times of disaster, man-made, natural, or otherwise and all-encompassing. That is what you do. You have the bully pulpit. You can bring the eyes of an entire nation wherever you go and to whatever you say. And at the very least, you could help raise a gajillion dollars from whatever approved charity gets set up to help those people. He's going to go just as soon as he can, Rob. He has to ask permission. Who is he asking? Does he have to see if it's okay with Hunter first? Does Corinne Jean-Pierre have to give him permission? I'm looking over the template because honestly, do we have more from Joe Biden in oh, the yes. show today? Oh yeah, we do. Because the sound of his voice at this point is making me lose it. Casey came in today <laughs> and she was screaming. <laughs> I wasn't screaming. But I heard the news play an audio clip of Joe Biden. It just made me angry because he is ridiculous. Oh, you were screaming, sister. There were F-bombs. There were insults. He just sounds so incompetent day after day after day. But why is this just bothering you now? What what about this? Like you Did you wake up this morning and go, oh my gosh, the president is an absent-minded, bumbling buffoon. Oh my gosh, I have to alert everyone. Newsflash, this just in. Uh, okay. He when, touched a nerve, apparently. Casey, I have a, I have a question for you yeah. because I had a little run-in last night. I was doing some, oh. I was doing some other media work, and mm-hmm. I had a, a little run-in with someone who is not, not a fan of our, uh, of our show, and okay. uh, she made that abundantly. Abundantly clear. I was being charming and charismatic and magnanimous as I usually am. Um, If you believe in abortion from conception to live birth, (laughs) what would that make you? Would that not make you an on-demand abortion advocate? Sounds like it, yeah. I don't know why you'd be mad at me for calling you an on-demand abortion advocate when you advocate for abortion from conception to live birth. And I had a little run-in about this last night on another media outlet. Okay. So maybe we can discuss that in the hour because I was treated very rudely last night. Oh. And uh, so we have to name somebody some Somebody doesn't want to own it. Well, I just don't understand. If you advocate for abortion from conception to live birth, that is abortion on demand, which would make you an on-demand abortion advocate. And this person did not like the fact that we have given her that name. Okay, we'll reveal who that is coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. He's not the 
number one guy, and in New Hampshire, he's not even the number two guy anymore. 20 minutes after nine, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So some new polling came out, and this is according to Emerson College. Ron DeSantis no longer number two in New Hampshire. Oh! He has been surpassed by... Chris Christie. <laughs> okay, let's be very clear. It's according to one poll. Mm-hmm. But regardless, one poll. Yeah. You shouldn't lose to, in Chris Christie to any polls. No one should be losing to Chris Christie. Yeah. What is going on with you? So this new poll that came out has DeSantis uh, now in third place at 8%, Christie at 9 and Trump at 49 so obviously Trump remains way ahead. Emerson College did the poll, and then it's Tim Scott and Burgum and Haley and Ramaswamy. By the way, I love that Pence is. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mike Pence is losing to some guy named Perry Johnson. <laughs> to some guy, <laughs> he's running for president. Anybody can do it now, Rob. Casey. Anybody can Casey, run for president. There, the press secretary now is running for president. Casey, I don't, look, I, don't, I think if you listen to the show each day, whether you agree with my opinions or not, and thank you for listening, I follow politics pretty closely. <laughs> you don't know who that is. I have, Mike Pence is losing. Well, I guess they're technically tied mm-hmm. at 2%. I don't even know. I'm going to Google this real quick. Let's see here. Perry... Who, what do we think? What do we think Perry Johnson is? Is he a governor? Is he a senator? Is he a, a congressman? I'm he's, gonna go with a congressman. Are you? What are you going a state with? State rep. I'm gonna. I don't think he's a governor. I, I, I think you're right. I think he's a state rep. Yeah, state rep or U.S. rep. Mm, U.S. rep. Okay, U.S. rep. Yeah. Let's see here. Perry Johnson is. Let's see what I list him as. Oh, we were both wrong. He's listed as. Uh, what is? I always love the Wikipedia brief see descriptions. A, see a business Wiki, Wikipedia lists him as an American entrepreneur, businessman, yeah. and author from Michigan who's founded 80 companies worldwide. So Mike Pence is losing to some guy that <laughs> you've never heard or of tied before. with some guy we don't even know. That's yeah. how it's going for Pence. Uh, Mike Pence living up to his nickname, 2% Pence. <laughs> Because that's what he's sitting at, according to this poll. How is it? Here's the here's the thing, though. This poll, the shocking part. Ron DeSantis was sitting at seventeen percent back in March. It's the backward movement, isn't and it? And he has now fallen to eight percent. Now I get it. It's uh, New Hampshire, and Chris Christie is spending every single second, every waking moment in that state, trying to move the needle, which he's done. It yeah, doesn't mean he's going to do anything it, anywhere else. But it, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. The fact that DeSantis has not gone forward, and not only that, is going backwards. Yes. What is going on there? He has become the. He has become John Candy in planes, trains, and automobiles. You're going the wrong way. You're going in the wrong direction. You're going to kill somebody. I mean, he, th- this is un- unbelievable for a guy with the gravitas that he entered with and the resources that he entered with to be, he's lost half of his support if you believe this poll. Yeah. I don't, is he, is he too busy texting out? Because I got two more texts <laughs> from him did, yesterday. Yes, that's correct. He said the DeSantis model is simple, stand up, deliver, never back down, no excuses. And then another one, it came at 8.30 last night, less than 48 hours, only hours left to enter our VIP debate experience contest. Yeah, and you entered. I, I've entered. But you haven't won yet. Well, I've been declared I the winner. I, I don't know. I would think they I would could contact be, I could be sitting here right now as a winner. You could. Is it just you, or do you get to take a loved one with you? Is it you? a plus one? Is it a? Do, could you take Kevin? <laughs> you said a loved one. <laughs> uh, speaking of Chris Christie, oh my gosh, <laughs> Trump was on uh, Truth Social Media yesterday, and uh, oh, Casey, this is uh, 
This is one of the better ones we've had the pleasure of reading uh, recently. Uh, yeah. He was commenting about Chris Christie. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Kev, please. And I- <laughs> Chris Christie is so bad for America while being the best thing that ever happened to the Democrats. He left New Jersey with an 8% approval rating, a record low, and was tied up for years with the worst scandal in New Jersey history. Bridgegate. Someday, I will tell you how he got out of that morass. Is that how you pronounce that word? M-O-R-A-S-S? Yeah. Morass! (laughs) Now, all he does is attack me. Spewing woke, radical lies. Christie's a sad, pathetic slob who begged me for jobs in my administration and is bitter that I didn't give him any of them. Stone cold loser! (laughs) Exclamation point. Yeah, that's a new one. Stone cold loser. He called Chris Christie a pathetic slop. That doesn't sound very presidential. Oh, oh! now that's the standard we're going to hold Trump to. Boy, that's pretty unpresidential of Trump. Hey, you know what? At, at least, though, he has mastered his true thing, unlike the press secretary for the Biden administration. Oh, that's so good. Uh, okay, Casey, we have to take a break. When we come back, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the failed candidate for public office who got very angry at me last night for saying that she is an on-demand abortion advocate because she wants abortion from conception to live birth. You got it. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. It's going down in Georgia. The governor's done something. It is 932. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He authorized the creation of the Prosecuting Attorney's Qualifications Commission. That sounds like an exciting panel to be the a part what? of. Yeah, exactly. The Prosecuting Attorney Qualifications Commission. Can you think of a more fun group of people? <laughs> I want to hang out and party what, with What's them. it called again? It is the Prosecuting Attorney's Qualifications Commission. Oh, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about people who are probably getting down the you out with me, you out till three crowd. I mean, that's probably like the group of people I used to step over at the Vogue at 3 a.m. that they had to sweep up off the floor. I mean, what a rousing group group of individuals. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's the Prosecuting Attorney's <laughs> Qualifications Commission. Let's go. Woo. Okay, so this is a panel that's been given the authority to investigate district attorneys and prosecutors and punish and remove them from office. Oh, if yes. If the panel sees fit. Okay, so like if you have, this is in Georgia, mm-hmm. and this is if you have, I don't know, a rogue prosecutor who, let's say, is fundraising off the fact that she's prosecuting someone, had said in the lead up to she was going to prosecute someone for political purposes, and as we said, is now trying to make money for her campaign off prosecuting someone, which would really call the impartiality into question if you're trying to make money off prosecuting someone, you would be able as the governor to step in mm-hmm. and remove that person saying, you're not administering justice, you're campaigning and weaponizing your position of authority in order to build your profile. Yeah, advance yourself. Yeah. So Kemp said that the creation of the panel uh, would be to prevent far-left prosecutors from making our communities less safe. So this is Brian Kemp. Yeah. This is the governor of Georgia. Now, 
Brian Kemp, when he ran for governor, uh, you know, was a big, tough guy. And he had the big, remember the ad? He had the big truck and he was going to round up the illegals. And well, now apparently, though, he's super offended by Donald Trump calling elections in Georgia into question. So this will be interesting to see what Brian Kemp does, because on one hand, this commission this ability to do this was created for people like Fanny. What you talking about, Willis? Who is the <laughs> is the prosecutor there in Fulton County who is doing this? On the other hand, we all know that Kemp hates uh, Trump so much. Will he now? Uh, when I say Kemp. Obviously, he can't just do it by fiat, but he obviously has the ability to, you know, throw his opinion into the ring, you know, put public, you know, lay out the case why this panel that has the ability to do this should be able to remove, um, et cetera. And thus far, he's just been critical of Donald Trump when you have literally the perfect example here of why this panel was created in Fanny, what you talking about, Willis. Yeah. He said he's not going to stand idly by. That that sounds like that scene from Animal House. <laughs> I'm not going to stand here and let you badmouth the United States of America. Uh, but he says he's not going to stand idly by as a rogue or incompetent prosecutor refuses to uphold the law. Now he's being tough guy. He, uh, he tweeted out, didn't he? Oh, yes. He was very upset about Trump calling yeah. it because Trump's going to have that press conference Monday where he claims he's going to show irrefutable evidence mm-hmm. that there were major issues with the elections in Georgia. This is The whole thing is stupid, though. Donald Trump had every right to question the election, just like every single American has every right to question the election. He has every right to use every legal recourse available to him to attempt to challenge the election. And if we need any further proof of this, Casey, uh, we need look no further than to Stacey Abrams. You remember Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she has lost uh, the governor's race in Georgia not once but twice now. Yeah. Uh, and here is, and by the way, this clip we're going, we're going to play for you is actually a five-minute clip. I was not going to subject for any reason, our audience to five minutes of Stacey Abrams. Yeah, they've done nothing wrong today. They I don't could, deserve that. I mean, that, that that might be, you know, Geneva Convention violation to subject <laughs> innocent, you know, civilians to five minutes of Stacey Abrams. Um, but here is one solid minute of Stacey Abrams claiming the election in Georgia was stolen from her. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won, but I didn't lose. I got the votes, but we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I I don't because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of Georgia. Back to outside asking if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of concession. Because concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. Wow. They're going to steal your election. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia. I believe it was stolen from the voters. Thousands of Georgians had their voices stolen because they were not able to cast ballots. And they cannot be guaranteed that their votes will be counted in 2020 if we don't do this right. 
She's uh, oh, she's done. Oh well, no, she was not done. There's four more minutes, but again, I w- I was very worried that I would be subjected to a military tribunal mm-hmm. of some sort if I kept mm-hmm. playing that uh, for attempted acts of terrorism against the populace by yeah. four more minutes of Stacey Abrams. Where, uh, where are the indictments? There on is her? no Casey. I have I, no, I'm looking around. Casey. No, no. Uh, She's allowed to question and say that. I have no doubt that Fanny, what you talking about, Willis, Mm -hmm. is convening the grand jury as we... This whole thing is stupid. Mm -hmm. It's all ridiculous, and it is another example. And this is why Trump keeps climbing in the polls, especially on the Republican side, because people see this, and it is blatantly obvious. This woman, this woman being Stacey Abrams, has been flapping her gums about this same stuff for five years. And of course, nothing happens to her. Just like Joe Biden had the classified documents, including stuff from when he was a U.S. senator, which there's no logical or reasonable way he could have had that stuff without illegally removing it from secured areas. Nothing happens to him. People look at this and say the same thing we have been saying, which is if you're going to throw the book at everyone, great. I think there's nothing more that many people in this country would love than to see hundreds, if not thousands of politicians go down in flames. But when you're just simply saying, well, Trump is a this and a Trump is a that. What about these Democrats? Bah, no, 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 no. Did you read part of the indictment? Uh, Part of it is one, he reserved a room in a hotel, (laughs) uh, like a conference room. So that's part of a conspiracy now. He sent somebody a text asking for a phone number. (laughs) So that's part of a conspiracy now. Well, He was watching TV and commented about it. All of these ridiculous things are all in that indictment. Well, and again, so let's go back to Brian Kemp for a second, because again, when he was running for governor, he was Johnny Tough guy on the big truck and the illegals, and he certainly was willing to have um, Donald Trump's support and, you know, was all about that. So Trump tweeted about this press conference he's going to have on Monday, and Brian Kemp, phony tough guy, said this. The 2020 election in Georgia was not stolen. For nearly three years now, anyone with evidence of fraud has failed to come forward under oath and provide anything in a court of law. Our elections in Georgia are secure, accessible, and fair, and will continue to be as long as I'm governor. The future of our country is at stake in 2024, and that must be our focus. Mm -hmm. That's fine. However, Donald Trump didn't do anything illegal. Donald Trump, if you want to say Donald Trump was wrong, you're fine to do that. How about a comment on how you have someone in a position of power and authority indicting not just Donald Trump, but 18 people and a weaponization of her authority against regular people because she doesn't like them politically? That is way bigger than Stacey Abrams or Donald Trump saying, rightly or wrongly, the election was stolen. Because you newsflash, Casey. Stacey Abrams can say it the same way Donald Trump can say it. We didn't play you the clip of Stacey Abrams to say, well, lock her up. We're playing it for you to show how ridiculous and totally hypocritical and disingenuous Fanny What You Talking About Willis is (laughs) by trying this guy and 18 other people when this stuff has been going on for five years with Stacey Abrams. Either lock them all up or none of them up. And you have a governor of a state who is more focused on politics. Let Trump say what he's going to say. It's not going to change the result of the election. Joe Biden is still going to be ruining this country on a daily basis. Trump's entitled to say or make whatever case he wants to make. What you should be focusing on is that a law enforcement official, a just a person who's supposed to be about truth and justice in your state is blatantly campaigning and fundraising off the fact that she is getting this guy and the people around him politically, but not a peep about that. Well, if Brian Kemp wants to 
remove Fannie. What you're talking about, Willis? He can because he created this prosecuting attorneys qualifications commission panel in May. This isn't a new thing. It's not like he did this yesterday. It's been around for a few months now. Before Fannie, what you're talking about, Willis, released this indictment on Trump. Getting Trump is more important to obviously the left, but these establishment politicians like a Brian Kemp, it is more who certainly wanted Trump's help when they needed to win an election. Getting Trump is more important to them than actually administering justice. Donald Trump is entitled to be right. He's entitled to be wrong. Stacey Abrams is entitled to be right. She's entitled to be wrong. They're entitled to think the election was fair. They're entitled to think the election was stolen. What you cannot do is trump up, no pun intended, charges, make things up, pull things out of your backside, and then blatantly basically admit you're doing that by fundraising politically off it to try to put someone in jail. It is 943. You're listening to Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I know you've worked very hard. You've been doing it a long time, but it's over. I ruined it yesterday. Oh, Good morning. It is 946. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So you, uh, you, you've worked a long time to build up this reputation. Yes. You've done a lot of work at it. And within a matter of minutes, I blew it to pieces yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was at the greater Lawrence chamber of commerce lunch yesterday. You being Casey Daniels, Mm -hmm. if indeed that is your real name. Yes. We're at the greater Lawrence chamber of commerce. Mm -hmm. You were the featured speaker. I was. And there were, there were questions about you, and there were... Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out, time yeah. out. Why would there be any questions about me when you are the featured speaker? The question was, uh, how do you work with that guy? Oh, that's crazy. So you and Kloppensteinstein, he's mm-hmm. the, the Greater Lawrence Chamber Director. Mm-hmm. They have a little lunch, and the business people show up, and then there's a, you know, a glorified floor show and and <laughs> and you were the entertainment while mm-hmm. people ate their lunch and you guys had a little back and forth on the the q a yeah and uh one of the questions was how do you work with that guy oh yeah and Meaning that was that you that was from kloppenstein yeah, yeah you're that guy they yeah. want to know how i work with you yeah and um you know it was it was almost like i, I was on trial and yes. there were prosecutors because they were just hammering away at you and yes. how you you generalize all politicians mm-hmm. and, and how you're negative yeah. and, and you're a blowhard yeah. and, and not all politicians are like that and no. how do I how do I do it? So how do I sit in here for three hours with you so and their tolerate th- it? Their theory is the politicians are doing an excellent job and I'm just making up how angry people are about the politicians. <laughs> That's their theory. <laughs> and, and what was your answer to that? Uh, oh, I blew it. I ruined it for you. You ruined it? I, I mean, oh, no. I know you, you've worked very hard for your reputation, yes. and uh, within a matter of minutes, I tore it all down. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I, I told them the truth, because Uh-oh. that's what we do on this show. Absolutely. We tell people the truth, we hold up the mirror, sometimes yeah. even to ourselves, yeah. and I let them know, Rob Kendall. Yes. 
that you're actually a nice person. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, too bad. I did. I, I did. <laughs> I, I told him the truth. I said how you've helped me out on a few occasions and uh, how, yeah, you're a pretty decent human being, actually. Didn't so. you say some politician was actually there and was barking? Did I understand that text message it correctly? Actually, it was actually the spouse of a politician. Oh, wow. And how he did not like. Oh. Uh, apparently, you said something negative. What? At, at one point about uh, his spouse who is in office and he did not like that and you generalize all politicians yeah. and they're not all bad even though I think I, I've clearly heard you say that yeah. in the past that not all of them no. uh, you know so wait wait a second so this was this was like a husband of mm-hmm. was this a state rep yeah okay uh, probably based on the fact it was Lawrence I can begin to narrow down who that was yeah. I'm not going to name names. No, that's fine. You're much nicer than me. I'm going to name names here in a little bit. Yeah, you are. Because I, I had a little fun last night on the television. Yeah. And, uh, you we, had your own shindig. Well, we were going to get to that a few m- minutes ago, but she made it very clear that she is hate listening. So I'm just going to let that stew for a little bit before we actually talk about the fun I had on the TV last mm-hmm. night. Uh, but isn't it fascinating when you go to something like that, and I heard you got great reviews and the crowd erupted in applause at the end. <laughs> and um you know, that's phenomenal. It was, very, it was a very intimate setting. Isn't it interesting, though? And this is the thing that I have found probably most fascinating in my, the great misfortune I have had with dealing with politicians for the better part of, let's see, what is it, 2013? For the better part of 13 years now, on an almost daily basis, either as a as one myself, as, a, as a, an appointed official, as a radio talk show host, the total lack of self-awareness and self-own from these people. Their response should be, wow, why is this guy with the highly rated radio show that he puts forth every day. So clearly people are attracted to what we are doing, which means there is some sort of identifier on the words that we say and the way people feel about it. Like if you hated everything we said, now there are, and we've got one listening right now, we know who listens out of pure hate. Mm-hmm. And and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. And there are many people who, who do that because we are so wildly entertaining. But the majority of people who listen, listen because they go, you know what? They're right. Mm -hmm. And instead of doing the self-own, which is why do my constituents or constituents across the state of Indiana, in the case of a state rep, why do they feel that way? And how do I fix that? What can I do? Then take accountability. Right. Their response is, hey, my spouse at the chamber lunch is going to bark at the guest speaker. Not even barking at you. They're not even (laughs) angry at you. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to march in here today and go, Rob, you better really shape up. I I went to that chamber lunch yesterday, and I'm now convinced the government is doing a great job. (laughs) It's ludicrous. But it is the self-absorbed world these people live in where one guy with the platform talks about them, and they can't handle it. Yeah. You did actually. You got a, a couple compliments. Oh, as well. that's that's. It wasn't. Wonderful. It wasn't all hate. I saw a photo of you with our our Venom. buddy Russ Russ Dodge there as well. Yeah, he was we love there Russ. Too. I didn't know Russ was going to be there. Yeah, he's surprised. a great guy. I'm uh, glad you had fun. I'm glad the cl- crowd erupted in applause, <laughs> and uh, I'm terribly sorry that it had to be ruined by your association with me. And I'm sure that they'll never ask me back again. <laughs> I hope they do because I met some nice people there. There were some nice people there. Look, look here, here, here's they what, have opinions on you though. Well, here's the point, and we got to <laughs> go out and play, get to this Trump audio here. And yeah. We'll do it here in a second. But first, the government is the problem, and the government very rarely ever makes anything better. 
but they very often make things markedly worse for regular people. So if you actually care about the people you're elected to serve, whether you're a school board member or a city or town council member or a mayor or a state rep or a state senator or even the governor of this state, rather than being mad at the radio guy for pointing out the things that are pretty obvious to many of the people who elected you and who you are elected to serve, why don't you take that time and focus and energy working to understand why those people feel the way they do and what you can do to make them feel better about being your constituent. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's play this audio from Donald Trump. He had a few things to say about Joe Biden. Oh, yes. He said Joe Biden is compromised, and uh, it's interesting what he called him, Manchurian candidate. Yeah, let's take a listen. It is now 100% proven that the Biden crime family received more than $20 million from foreign countries while Crooked Joe was vice president, and probably a lot more than that. That's just the money they found. Not one of Joe Biden's defenders has even attempted to explain what Joe and his family did, including his children and his grandchildren. What were they doing getting all of this money? I believe we have a compromised president. He was bribed, and now he's being blackmailed. He's a Manchurian candidate. That's why Crooked Joe is letting other countries walk all over the United States. He's afraid to bring it up. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's petrified of China because they know exactly how much money has been given to him, and they know exactly where it is. China has paid him a fortune. Just think of what China has gotten for all that money. Biden shut down my administration's initiative targeting Chinese spies in the United States. He shut it down cold. He let China off the hook for COVID. He shut down the investigation into the origins of the China virus. He did nothing as China began setting up bases in Cuba, taking over South America, and threatening Taiwan. I was waiting for him to mention the uh, spy balloon. Yeah. Well, he, I think he may have eventually got to that. It, it was a long, it was a long clip, and, mm-hmm. and we had to we had to cut it off somewhere. All right, Casey, yeah. let's take a break. When we come back, yeah, imagine. I mean, Indiana has been a state for 207 years. Mm-hmm. 207 years we've we've been a state. And Diego Morales is probably the worst person, candidate, to ever run for statewide office in the 207 years Indiana has been a state. Imagine how bad you have to be to have lost to Diego Morales by almost 14 points. We'll talk about that because I had a little run-in with that person last night. And boy, she has been seething about us for, I did the math, 11 months now. Imagine obsessing over a radio broadcaster for 11 months. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Baby shark. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.